0: Ministry. Help us train, help us Last Thursday, God put a message on my heart about five women who decided that nothing should keep them from taking what belongs to them. They are called Daughters of Zelophehad. This man gave birth to five women and lived with them when he was alive everything seems right. Nobody came to trouble the ladies. They might be helping their parent to acquire the wealth the father had. Then the unexpected happened. The man that was their breadwinner, the man that everybody was looking at, the man that gave them position in the entire family died. The man died without a son. This thing happened to Zelophehad. Then came the daughters of Zelophehad, the son of Hepha, the son of Gilead, the son of Milcah, the son of Manasseh, from the families of Manasseh, the son of Joseph. You know Manasseh is one of the sons of Joseph. And these were the names of his daughters, Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milcah, and Tezah. And they stood before Moses, before Eleazar the priest, and before the leaders and all the congregation by the doorway of the tabernacle of the meeting, saying, Our father died in the wilderness but he was not in the company of those who gathered together against the Lord. In a company with Korah, but he died in his own sin and he had no sons. It means that he died his natural death. Why should, there's a question, why should the name of our father be removed from among his family because he had no son? Give us a possession among our father's brothers our father has a portion your father has a portion you have a portion in that but nothing should keep you from taking what belongs to you just because you don't belong to a certain society or you are not in a certain class that men have to put to before they give you it's your inheritance it doesn't matter but they said, because you are a woman, because you are uneducated, because you came from this place, because you are like that, because you are black, because you are green, because you are short, because you are tall. That have nothing to do with your inheritance. Sometimes some laws operate in our lives and we accept it like it's God who put it on our life. Men put traditions and attitudes on us. Your fathers have gone through it. Your mothers have gone through it. Your your grandfathers, your great-great-grandfather have gone through it. It has become a set of rules and laws. But somebody must challenge it. So Moses brought their case before the Lord. These ladies say we will hear nothing. We will see nothing. We think that that law is not just. We think that God of justice will not behave like this. We think that the God who created both male and female in his image. So, for what we know about that God, this law does not talk about that God we know. So, you know, people, friends will come to you. Oh, accept it. You are not the only person. It happened to Kofiama. It happened to Ajua Kofi. It happened to this person. And look. This law has been there long time. Oh, look, it's God who put it there. Nobody can change it Oh, That is your fate. The moment you accept a situation as your fate, you cannot change it. And the law spoke to Moses. When Moses entered there, he wanted to hear the mind and know the mind of God concerning it. There have been laws that have been operating. Moses did not even look at it. But he said, look, somebody is challenging this law. Let me go to God and seek right interpretation. Then the Lord said, the daughters of Zelophehad, speak what is what. This law has been applied on women. And they accepted it. They took it like, oh, for women, they have no place in this world. Who told you? It is only in the body that it changes. But in the spiritual realm, there's neither male nor female. Moses might be surprised. Sometimes you go and you're expecting God to affirm what used to be there. Then God came and said, Moses, you and the entire nation, you are wrong. You applied wrong laws. Why didn't God... Come, when that law was being applied to other women, because nobody took that case to God. why didn't God help you or help your family or help other people when they were in a similar situation because they accepted it as that. Don't just take anything and swallow it. These women said, no, we are not going to take it. Moses went there to the surprise of Moses. The voice he heard from God was that the daughters of Zelophehad speak what is right. All of you are speaking wrong things. So majority sometimes doesn't carry the vote. It's you plus God. You are the majority. The fact that people are saying the same thing and say, I said this has happened to me. It has happened to plenty of people. doesn't mean that that is the will of God. The will of God is the voice of God. It doesn't matter what everybody believes, but what have God said? And this is what God said. God said, the daughters of Zelophehad speak what is right. What were they saying? Give us our inheritance. They say you have no inheritance and they say, give us our inheritance. Today don't leave your inheritance in the hands of somebody. it is yours. Christ died so that you will inherit. Let no one tell you that you are nobody. You cannot achieve anything. Look, let me tell you. Today, see the writing. Look at what happened. You shall surely give them a possession of inheritance among their father's brothers. And cause the inheritance of their father to pass to them. Whatever belongs to the father, let it pass to them and you shall speak to the children of God. God did not end there. He did not only say give it to the daughters of Zalephiad. I am now going to change the rule. Somebody will have to test what is in your family. If cancer used to kill every member of your family, you must stand to take your inheritance of healing. And let that law, that decree be made from you to all your children, to your grandchildren, great grandchildren, and to all that follows. That, that law that operated in your fathers, your mothers, wouldn't be able to operate in those children. You must stop it today. Some families, if you look at your life, as if something had been happening to almost everybody, it has now been unacceptable law in that family will bring our case before God and change the laws that fight against us as individual, as family, as a nation and as a continent. So, God is the one now speaking. And you shall speak to the children of Israel saying, if a man dies and has no son, then you shall cause His inheritance to pass to his daughter. This is the first time daughters are going to inherit. Sometimes annoying. When you have daughters, they've been helping you. You, if you are a farmer, they will go to the farm with you, they will do everything. When you die, then they want to take all the everything and give it to another person who have never even put his feet there. How? Who should sweat for who to enjoy? When we were suffering with our father, where were you? Unless he has no daughter, then you shall give his inheritance to his brothers. So if there's a family land and they divide it, and your father has a portion, they say, if he doesn't have a boy, then that place is left. And this law says that no. If he has a daughter, give it to her. So, if he has no brothers, then you shall give his inheritance to his father's brothers. If he has no brothers, he shall give his inheritance to his father's brothers. And if his father has no brothers, then you shall give his inheritance to the relative closest to him in his family. And they shall possess it. And it shall be to the children of Israel, statute and judgment. Just as the Lord commanded Moses. This one became statute and judgment to entire Israel now. So whenever any case like that happen, this is what they will look at. So now it has been said that whether you are a daughter, whether you are a son, you can inherit. Don't allow the devil to tell you that you have no inheritance today. I like the daughters of Zelophehad. They knew the character of God. You cannot just go and intercede like that. You must go with your strong point. God said, come, let us reason together. Bring out your strong reasons. See, God is not a dictator. So they came with their strong reason. Like Abraham. When the angels visited them and they were going and they said they were going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham stood. God said, I am going to have seen the wickedness of these people. And I'm going to see it where they, and I will destroy them. And Abraham have somebody there. He said, I don't want the person to die. So, he interceded. He based it on the nature of God. He said, and Abraham came near. I said, will you also destroy the righteous with what? The wicked? He knows that God never makes up the righteous and the wicked to destroy them together. So, if there are righteous people in the city, God shouldn't burn all of them together. So, he just brought his argument based on what God believes. God said, I will never destroy the righteous and the wicked together. He said, so God, if you find the righteous and the wicked together, will you still destroy that city? Look at what he said. Suppose there were 50 righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare it for the 50 righteous that were in it? Look at God's answer. Far be it from you to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous should be as the wicked. For it be, far it be from you, shall not the judge of what? Of all the earth do right. He knows that that God will always do the right thing. The women also knew that God will always do the right thing. But this law that has been applied is wrong. Let's continue. And what did God say? So the Lord said, if I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the places for their sakes. So sometimes 50 people could save the entire city. The fact that people are doing whatever it is and God is not punishing them, sometimes it is the righteous that is sustaining that thing. That is why the righteous must take the place wherever you're standing as a Christian, stand there as a righteous person so that you can save that place. So he continued, he was surprised that the entire city, there were not 50 righteous people. So he decided to I give his case down. Then Abraham answered and said, Indeed now, I, who am but a dust and ashes, have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose there were five less than the 50 righteous, which is 45. So he said, If I find there 45, I will not destroy it. Then he continued. And he spoke to him yet again and said, suppose there should be 40 found there. So, he said, I will not do it for the sake of 40. Then he said, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Suppose 30. So, he said, I will not do it if I find 30 there. What a sad case. Will we find 30 righteous in Accra, who are living righteously? And he said, indeed, now, I have taken upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose 20 should be found there. So he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 20. Then he said, let not the Lord be angry. I will speak but once more. Suppose 10 should be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 10. So the Lord went his way as soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham. And Abraham returned to his place. The Lord never departed until Abraham finished what he was saying. God have time for you. He's waiting on us. Anytime you come to a prayer meeting, God is waiting. Until you finish speaking, God will never leave you. Some of us have laws that have entangled us. And causing our distraction, we're going to pray. You're going to change the rules and the laws. Some of you, you start something, it's becoming good, everything is working, all your plan Papa is going before it gets to the end. Something comes and you have to come back again and start a new project. You've never finished any projects in your life. That thing should be broken. Some of us have been denied. We've worked very hard. But because we don't want to compromise, we've been kept under. Today, God says, I am going to move you. He is going to work on behalf of the righteous person. Some people are where they are because they are living the righteous life. Because the system they are operating under doesn't understand righteousness. There's a rule that has been there. That unless you do this before you get promotion. And that rule has become like a law. Today you can change it. The rule of diseases and sicknesses injected into our bodies. It happened to you. It happened to your father. Now it's happening to your children. We have to intercede today and change things. And as you do that, I want you to really understand that the daughter of Zolifih had a certain mentality. They know that God can do the impossible situation. He is a God that works and when he works, nothing can stop it. He's a God of the impossibility. He said, is there anything too hard for me? That is what God is saying. I say no. The laws have been made you said already the law exists. Who am I to change these laws in my family? Today you can because there's nothing too difficult for God to do. The way the world is moving, you need faith on your side. You need to trust God more. You don't put your trust in money. You don't put your trust in buildings, in cars. You don't put your trust Even in your job. Put your trust in God. My heart desire is that all of us will trust that God. If you have nobody, no connection, and you have God, you are well and properly connected. I will prefer to have my connection to God than to whatever authority on earth here. Because systems will pass. Authorities will pass, human beings will pass, government will pass, but God abided forever. I'm encouraging you, no matter how difficult situations are, I want you to look to that God and place your heart and your faith in Him. With that God, even in the midst of fire, you still know you can be delivered. Even in the midst of lions that eat businesses, you know your business will never be eaten because the connection is not through man. The connection is through God. For that thing to be destroyed, the person must first go to your connector and destroy that God before he comes down to destroy your thing. And that is why I want us to put our faith in him. And now let's stand pray each one have got some kind of law that is operating against his or her life and the family we all have certain forces to confront sometimes we are behaving as if everything is okay but you know there are certain things we need to deal with stronghold let's go to god today laws are going to change God is going to change the laws on your behalf not for you alone but for other people I want us to pray now get to God like the doctors of Zelophehad. bring your case before him bring your situation before him pray and ask him oh God let him take control over your situation over your life, over your family pray and I know it shall be done pray for your family. Pray for your nation. Pray. Pray. Don't allow the enemy to have control over situation in your life. Our gracious Father, we have heard your word. The enemy has said to us that we won't be able to make it. There are laws and rules that he placed and made us believe that it's you who put them there so that we can remain where we are. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we cancel all those rules, all those laws against us. Laws you have not set for us. Lord, we destroy all. Any law you haven't set for anyone in this room. Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, In the name of Jesus, most of you are going to have breakthrough. The first time in your life, the first time in your family, the first time among your siblings. Today, the Lord is going to make you an example as you move through many things and things are going to follow. In the name of Jesus, today, God will make us the salt to in every area, to influence every area, you shall be the hope of everywhere you are. Because of you, God will not destroy wherever you are. You will preserve that area in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone, those who are listening to me. Some of them are trapped into that. They are trapped. Lord, we break that trap. They ought not to be there. is the enemy who made them believe that this is where they should be. Today, be set loose. Be set loose. Be set loose. Be set loose. May you take your position. May you take your stand. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord, some of us have believed. uh, Yes, and we've been told that this is what is in your family. It is genetic. Accept it like that. Oh Lord, our originality, the genes that we carry, did not carry this. When you created Adam, the original man, you did not put this kind of gene in them to destroy them. Lord, it is somewhere along the line that it got corrupted. Like how somewhere along the line that the law came. Lord, we now reverse it to original place. In the name of Jesus that your children children your children and your children children shall not carry that disease and that sickness again in the name of Jesus I pronounce judgment upon that situation it shall be a statute and it shall be a judgment even on your behalf and in that family that any time any one of them want to be give birth, may that statute and that law begin to work on their behalf in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I said, Amen, Amen. God bless you. We have come with-